Hi there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham, this first of uh, the lunchtime preview shows, uh, previewing the match at the weekend. Fortunately, Brian can't be with us, he's got a family emergency, so wish him all the best and hope everything's okay and hopefully he can come back soon. But I have another brilliant guest, uh, Eugene from uh, Spurs Eurasian TV. Uh, anyone who knows me knows I've been on Tommy Talks Ball and uh, met Eugene on there. Uh, yeah. Hi, Eugene. Thanks so much for coming on. I, I, I understand it's fairly late in the day, so I appreciate you coming on uh, your, your time difference. How are you doing? Uh, doing well, doing well. My pleasure to be on your, your show. First time, first time debut on your, your, your stream today. Uh, it's not that late for us. It's about 7.30pm oh, here, okay. so we don't sleep that early anyway. I don't sleep that early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Adam, who comes on here in the UK, goes to sleep at about 9 o'clock. So for him, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's touch and go for you if he was in your situation. Yeah. Um, as I said, you've got a Spurs YouTube channel as well. Uh, anyone who doesn't watch that, doesn't know about it, uh, where can they find you? Yeah, uh, uh, we run as uh, we're called a Spurs Vision TV, right? Uh, more or less, we're trying to bridge the uh, Spurs fans from Asia and bring them to uh, to platforms like yours, uh, Chris, right? Uh, meeting up with the rest of the local fans and, of course, the international fans. You know? And one thing wonderful about Spurs is that we do have a lot of international fans mm. uh, around the world. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, so if you don't already, subscribe to Eugene's channel, like the videos, watch the old channels. Uh, and also do that for this channel as well. Uh, but we're here to talk about the City game. That's on Sunday, the first game of the new season, the first game in, I have no idea how long, that 100% capacity in the ground. Uh, yeah. Feelings for the match? Are you excited about it? Are you nervous because it is City? I mean, is, is it a good time to play City as well, first game of the season? Uh, what, what are your feelings for the match uh, at this moment uh, in time? Overall, the feeling, of course, uh, I'm not in the UK, right? Uh, but of course, uh, we do wait for matches like this. Uh, and the starting of the season is always the most exciting because uh, we never know what happens, okay? Uh, it all depends on, uh, how you say, the preparations they've been going through. And the most wonderful thing is that the fans, the fans are coming back into the stadium. It's going to bring back the real atmosphere of football again, right? Not to have like nearly one or six, uh, half a season or nearly one yeah. season, one and a half seasons, was it? No. I, I honestly can't remember now. Time yeah. has completely passed me yeah, by in the last yeah. however long it's been. Yeah, it's been more or less uh, in that scenario. Uh, we've got fans coming back, but of course, uh, hopefully the fans will take care, uh, look after the SOPs and all that. I, even, I understand even after your double vac, and all that it doesn't actually make you immune from the virus no. uh, so just be careful be safe and take mm -hmm. care and enjoy the game for so many months we have not had a live game with live fans in it so that has to be enjoyed thoroughly yeah i agree yeah. Uh, Alan here, Alan Harris, thanks so much for the comment. Uh, it's never a good time to play City, but I'm a Spurs fan, I have to be confident that that's exactly what I think as well uh, Alan uh, if we're in a relegation battle, I'd still think we could win um, every game. So I, th I think it, even though it's never a good time to play City because they are the champions, I think generally what happens with City is they take a little bit of time to get into their rhythm and, until they start battering teams. So I think it's not the worst time to play them uh, <laughs> when they've gone on the run of three, four, five games undefeated and, and 
stuff like that, and then you play them, I think that's a bit of an issue. But um, do, you, do you think the fans will make a difference? Obviously, we didn't have fans for any games last season, and probably for Jose Mourinho's uh, uh, perspective, probably quite a good thing because they have been booed every game. Do, do, do you think, A, the fans will make a difference and that they'll be super loud because it's a super exciting time being able to come back? And do you think, if that happens, that the the players will respond in kind, so go be on the front foot a bit more? Or do you think, because this is City, it's going to have to be a bit of a sit-back and counter-attack job? Uh, a lot of things we can't predict at the moment, uh, Chris, to tell you the truth, uh, because this is actually Nuno's first game coming in at that level, right? And Nuno has usually done well against the big six teams when it comes to when he was managing Wolves. So we do have our chances. If we take our chances... Uh, I guess we will get a good results. And for the fans, as I said, uh, I want to take it, how is it, a step at a time, okay? Number one, all the fans, be positive, all right? We have to be positive first. Don't be negative straight away. If you be mm. negative straight away, you, you give that negative energy out to the team, right? Yeah, then you will have, you, you might not get the results that you desire. But if you stay positive, support the players, support the team, don't support Levy, <laughs> right? But Nuno and the players and the team need your support, especially all those in the stadium. They need your support. Uh, apart from all the other things that's been going on, the team needs your support. Be positive. Give positive reinforcement. Give positive energy out there. Give positive, uh, what I call, uh, enhancement for the players to feel that they're being loved and they're cared for. Because... This is going to be the first time for, I think, 18 months, if I'm not mistaken. We closed half, halfway through last 1-9 uh, mm -hmm. season. Then we played the whole 2-0, uh, what called the 2-0 season, right? Until now, 21. That was, that was one whole year, if I'm not mistaken, without fans. Or was yeah. it March? Or we closed in March, or was it six months? Ah, I'm getting uh, somewhere. <laughs> so it's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. There hasn't been fans in the stadium. So the fans have to play their part in a positive mm. way, right? It doesn't matter who plays, who starts, right? And all the saga has been going on this past week mm. that we've been through. Yeah, that's the most important thing. Support your team. Yeah, I, I think it will be rocking. And my last game was Man City game at home when Berg Ryan's debut. I, I, I can't remember now if that was the last home game we had before fans weren't allowed in. But if it wasn't, it was close. But I remember that game, obviously, that the... The way that it happened, a penalty saved, another penalty potentially was VAR declined. But that was the loudest I've heard that new stadium ever. Yeah. And I remember thinking at the time, this sounds like White Hart Lane. So if the fans can, I, I think it would be fairly similar to that. I think fans will be, regardless of what's happened with Levy or Kane or, or, or whatever, the fans will be excited to be able to go and watch live football again. And I think that will... True show from the start i hope that shows from the start um yeah, yeah. one one thing i did want to mention uh, just before we no uh, sorry. chris is it is it capacity i'm pretty sure it is yeah so that means we will be breaking around 55 to 60 thousand. that means yeah yeah well that's a lot of people yeah yeah, yeah. I, I just wanted to mention this guy paul coit i think i've pronounced mm -hmm. that right he's he's the guy at the stadium if you've ever been to the uh, game at half time he does the interviews with the ex-players or, or celebrities uh it's He's retired now or he's not no longer doing that job after 16 years. And I've always found it to be really entertaining. Uh, and he always seems to have the respect and the players and the, the celebrities feel comfortable with him. Uh, 
So yeah, there, there's a plan apparently uh, 45 minutes in to sing one of your own uh, to him. So hopefully the, the fans can do that. I will be, but yeah. And then in his own words, in Paul's own words, support the team, up the Spurs. Yeah. Um, we come on to the next one. I know you didn't really want to talk to it, uh, about it that much, but we have to a little bit. Just a quick question. Will Kane play? He's back in training today. Uh, he's obviously not trained that much. Uh, will he play? Will he come off the bench? Daniel, who uh, from America, um, who was on uh, on Friday, thinks he's he's convinced that he'll come off um, the bench. Uh, but do you think he'll play? And if he does, what kind of reception do you think he'll get? Being that what's happened, do you think it'll be a kind of boo? You 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 want to leave us or mm, please stay, yeah. please stay, and and the one of our own. Uh, in to tell the truth, uh, I don't. I don't really care whether he plays or not okay because now uh, if we come down to what i call the club and the team the most important is the team right if he plays and he is uh available and i call at least 70 to 80 percent or 90 percent fit and he still can perform of course we will love him to play right that's harry kane one of our own and whether he wants to leave or he wants to stay all the saga all the drama and all that I still wish the fans support him 100%, hmm. be behind him and all that. It could be his last match, yeah. for all you know, right? And show him the love. You can say not. Because to me, in the air day, Kane may leave now, right? If you make it such a bad, it, how, how to say it, such a horrible separation, right? Yeah. He wouldn't want to come back. Yeah. You can say? For me, he's one of our own. If he leaves to MCT, he may go for three years, four years. And maybe 32 years old, if he's still more or less at that standard, he still can come back. Right? Yeah. He still can come back. And if you please don't, uh, what I call, uh, severe the ties with him. Right? Yeah. Don't break his heart. That's what I'm trying to say. Right? Yeah. No matter deep down inside, uh, we understand one thing, right? Being human, we are selfish deep down inside, right? We want what we want for ourselves first before we think about other people. So once you get your objective, then maybe he'll come back and he will perform for us. Maybe by then, we will have a team that's worthy of him. Don't forget, all these years, we have never had a team worthy of Kane, right? When he started, nobody believed him, okay? Mm. Somehow or another, we loved him, we supported him. And you remember when the first season when he scored 21 goals or 22 goals, right? Everybody was saying, ah, he's going to do it one season. Oh, he's a one season, <laughs> right? How many years has it been? Seven, right? Yeah. And somehow or another, our owners neglected him, never got him a proper backup for all the years mm. he's been playing. And I guess maybe he's been overplayed and tired. That's why sometimes when you reach a certain level, he can't perform. And when he doesn't perform, the fans will say, see, he's gone to the final and he didn't perform, yeah. right? So put that all behind, right? It's a new season. We have a new manager. We've got new players coming in. To tell the truth, I'm not worried about Kane. I'm more uh, worried about what our defense is. Are we going to play Romero or are we still going to stick with <laughs> Diane Sanchez? You know, yeah. uh, Diane Sanchez again, right? So that's more, that's more of my worry. And of course, uh, not to talk about the midfield, okay? Of course, I'm very happy Skippy is back, okay? Mm. Hopefully, he gets his chance, right? But then don't forget, we still lack a, a creative midfielder, right? Yeah. Right winger. Okay, so this is all up to Nuno. How is he going to place all his players? How is he going to play them tactically? And how is he going to approach MCT? Because MCT, like you said earlier, they never start very... They, they're not 
uh, we're called once they are in and they will shoot like a rocket, right? They always have their kinks before they they, they get into the groove, mm. right? And don't forget, Kevin is out, Foden is out, so yeah. Pep has got his Pep has got his headaches too. Okay. <laughs> Pep got his headaches too. Yeah. Do you think that gives us a little bit of an edge with those two out? They're obviously mainstays in that team. Grealish will definitely come in, but he's only played one game for City, only a handful of training sessions. So. I guess it's kind of to my point earlier that they won't be in their groove yet and that they've got a big part of their team, a big part of their 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 game is that midfield, which De Bruyne and Foden are out, Grealish coming in, who's maybe not used to playing with those players. Do you think that gives us an edge or do you think well, it's Man City, they're the champions, they've got quality all over the pitch, won't make that much difference? I don't think it will give us an edge, right? Uh, but I guess we're quite equal to it. We're quite equal to them. Not an edge. Because if we get an edge, we might win it. But to me, at the moment, I see if we get a draw, right, I'll be very happy with it, right? Because you're playing against the champions, reigning champions, right, and the potential champions. And of course, uh, with what the, the money they they are capable of spending, most probably the Champions League champion, uh, 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 champions too, right? Mm. So uh, potentially, right? all this is all potentially. Uh, but like I said, it's still the first game of the season, Chris. We do not know. For all we know, we can go and smash them. Because they might be still lost, you can say not, right? And yeah. don't forget, a lot of the players are all coming back from their international tournaments, the Euros, mm. the Copa, the Olympics, right? And a lot of people say that, oh, you just jump off from one competition and come back in and just continue on. Mm. I don't think it's like that. Don't forget nah. the traveling. And nowadays with the COVID situation, you have to go into your uh, quarantine five days, you know, then only you meet up with your team players, then, you know, the understanding again. But I think this season, City will have a better understanding than last season because last season, they were actually in the rebuilding stage, right? Don't forget, the first third of the season, where were they? 13, 14, 12, right? Mm. But once they got into gear, nobody could stop them. So yeah. let's hope they are not in not into fourth or fifth gear now. Maybe they're in the second and third gear. And maybe we are, we are at about third and fourth gear and that levels out. And if we are lucky, right? Don't forget football. Luck plays a lot in it. Okay, even though VAR nowadays cancel it a lot out. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, hey, but don't forget, VAR this year said right, they're making the lines thicker, right? Mm. <laughs> On the offsides, right? So that might be our luck, you know? Because don't yeah. forget last season, I think Son had about three goals just because of his toe. And Kane yeah. had about, don't know how many goals just because of his armpit. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I don't really know what the changes are. I know they've made changes, but... I, oh, they made changes, been, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it'd be interesting how that works, but uh, yeah. I mean, you make a good point there with uh, players uh, playing a season coming back from the internationals. And then because of COVID last year, I think it was September to May, so it's a condensed season. All of those games normally that would be in, I don't know, nine months or whatever in a short period. And then Hoiberg, Kane in particular, travel right to the end of the Euros, the Celso to the end of the Copa America, Brian Gill to be got a, a, was it a silver or bronze medal in the Olympics? I can't quite remember. Silver. He'll got a silver, lost, yeah. lost to Brazil, yeah. Yeah, I, I, with Romero, you mentioned Romero. I think he'll play. I think he'll definitely play. I, I think you, you don't buy someone like that for uh, near on 50 million and not play. The question is, who plays with him? And, you know, the other question is, is it, are two players playing with him in central defence or is one? So no one really seems to know what Nuno's doing. He's been playing 4-4-2 in pre-season, which you think would... Yeah. You'd think, wouldn't you? New manager coming in, pre-season games, you're playing that formation. At least one of those games 
would be the formation you're going to play the first game and being that he's played 4-4-2 or four at the back, sorry, maybe not 4-4-2, four, four, four at the back and every one of those games suggests that it's going to be four at the back. So <laughs> who partners him? <laughs> For me, Vodon, I, I think Sanchez just needs his confidence built up and Dyer's just got a mistake in Vodon would be my choice, but uh, who who would be your choice if if, if it is I four four at the back and then one other central defender? If if Romero is added in the into the equation, I see a Spanish speaking player has to play. So that will make Sanchez the most uh, yeah. obvious choice, right? Or if I'm not sure whether Dyer speaks Spanish because he speaks Portuguese, correct? He could speak Spanish too, but I'm not sure about that. But I think Sanchez would be the obvious choice to play with Romero at the moment because you do need that communication. Right, because you do need that vocal uh, interaction between the back line. If they can't communicate, right, then you're just putting him there, standing there. He yeah, doesn't know what's going to happen. That's a very bad. That's a very bad mistake you're going to make. But to me now, I think I don't think Romero will be ready because there's a news that he has a knock. Okay, <laughs> he might come on. He might come on. Uh, I mean, news nowadays, you you know, we always take it with a pinch of salt whether it's true or not. Yeah. But uh, he might not start, but he might come on as a substitute. Right. If Golini was in goal. Then I say he will play because Golini can be his translator because Golini speaks Spanish right. and English, you can say that, and of course Italian, right? Because and Golini yeah. has played with him before in Atalanta. Yeah, yeah. So they, so they, they know how to communicate. Yeah. yeah, So that's why my problem with uh, Romero now is the communication. Uh, he needs someone Spanish-speaking player to be on his side. So maybe Regulon plays, hmm. right? If you play two. Then it might be Dyer and Romero and Regulon. Then Regulon, but we're not sure how good, uh, how uh, the English command, commanding of uh, the English language uh, that Regulon has. So mm -hmm. that comes back into another scenario again. So like I said, we don't know anything. As fans, we are all speculating and having our own opinions and all that. In the end of the day, the choice has to be made by Nuno. Yeah. That's it. No Paratici interference. No Levy interference, you know, like last season after Jose got sacked, you know, we 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 knew Ryan Mason wasn't picking the team, right? <laughs> we knew that. Okay, we could see the choices being put on the field and going, what? Right? <laughs> but now let's hope it's not the same thing again because Levy might tell Paratici, okay, if you want to sell the players, right, you must put Sixoko on, Ori on, mm. right? Window dressing time. Just before the season yeah. close, and that most probably will screw everything up, right? Because yeah. that will be interference again from you know who. Okay, I yeah. hope it doesn't. We I, don't be surprised, right? If those few players turn up, right, Wings, uh, Sissoko, Orie, all turn up in the first eleven this coming Sunday, then we will be going again. Okay, we know what's happening, so we're going back to square one. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like the first team for this City game to be the team that is going to play. Obviously, Harry Kane is, is an unknown quantity there. Alan said uh, he's ha he's actually happy Kane has had another week off. That's four now. He's had a long season with Spurs in England, like we said, and he's injury-prone, needs a vest. And he's he's yeah. pretty much been playing every game that he's been fit for for, I don't know, how many, how many years now. So, yeah, he definitely months, needs you know, a vest. Years. How many seasons he's done that, right? Yeah. But uh, obviously... So that's a question. If 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 Kane's fit and, and in his mind is okay, then he probably plays. The midfield is an interesting one. Hoiberg's definite in there. I'd like to see Skip with him, but then you've got you have got Winks, which is probably he's probably far away down the pecking order. But you've got you've got a Lacelso who's fresh from winning a Copa America. Undon Bele, who I mean, 
this is where Twitter is ridiculous. And Dombele was, uh, you know, last week he was too fat, so Nuno wants him out. Then he was upset because uh, Orvio and Sissoko, his buddies, are going to go. And then the next day he's there doing a photo shoot, looking like he's been there his whole life and wants to stay. And, and you know, we don't even need to go into the Harry Kane saga of how that story changed every five minutes. But I love Ndombele. I think he's got absolutely everything. I just think he needs the confidence and, and the consistency of being in this is your position that's it and you know, Wayne has uh, <laughs> uh, read our minds what do you think of Ndombele stay or go so quite uh, you see well timed Wayne um, the- for me stay absolutely and make him get him into a position that is his own don't switch him over every every five games into a different position but what, what do you say about Ndombele is a stay or go for you or or, or somewhere okay. in between if that's uh, possible when it comes when it comes to Tangi Right, uh, he's our record signing, correct? We bought him for nearly, yeah. Um, if all goes through, right? I mean, if all, uh, if he reached all his potential, he's nearly a 60 million pound player that we've bought him, right? Past two years, I guess maybe he came in during the COVID time and Jose time, it must have uh, not played too well on his uh, mentality and all that, right? His fitness is a problem. We've all seen it. He can't play more than 90 minutes uh, for how many games straight down. Yeah. Uh, but like I said before, uh, don't want to slag him because uh, no matter how we are in the new season, if we do sell him, we sell him. If we don't, we hope that Nuno can bring the best out of him. That's yeah. all we fans can do. We hope. Because uh, being a football fan for so many years, we've seen so many ups and downs of our club. Not only our club, other clubs and all that. The players that come in and out, right? Sometimes I feel that our fans put out too much of the negative and the hate out there to a player. And to tell the truth, maybe 20, 30 years ago, you don't you don't feel it, you don't care because the information is all compressed to one section. But nowadays, with social media and the internet, one word can be repeated over a hundred million times, right? And if that one word repeated a hundred million times, come back to the person to hear it, how would you feel? If you were in that position, it will bring you down. And of course, we want to see strong characters, right? I'm not faced by it, right? But sad to say, our squad is not like that because it's been proven throughout this past two, three years, right? Yeah. Because if our squad was, how is it, a bit tougher, right? They would have been able to understand Jose and implement what he wanted. But the problem is our squad was never tough, right? Half of them were like, hey, 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 right? The heart wasn't there, right? And you don't, and it was already showing before Jose, when Poch was there, you know? The last se- the last season uh, before Poch left and Jose came in, right? The heart wasn't there already. They were all shaking, you know? You know, so I guess there was some kind of a lack of me- uh, toughness in the mentality and all that, and maybe the professionalism, right? That's why when a lot of people say about the Kane issue, about being professional, right? Kane wasn't professional by doing this and that, this and that, right? Then... After that, there's some rumors coming out say that oh, actually he was in Florida in in, in Uncle, uh, <laughs> our Papa Papa Louis uh, 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 resort. Come on, if Kane was at that resort, right? Wouldn't the club know about it? I'm yeah. sure the club would have known about it, right? But why did they let this saga go yeah. on for so long? That's why I don't understand as yeah. well. Like, no, surely Maybe. it would come out if yeah. it was a personal issues or something genuine, but yeah. Back to Ndombele, Wayne, as a, 
he'd say says he'd play a decent midfield backup to allow Ndombele to play his game, even the rest of the team have to do extra work. And Alan has said he's just had a baby, if it doesn't wake him up, nothing will. Such a great talent shouldn't go to waste. Uh, True. For, for, for Wayne's comment, I think against Man City, I don't think you can have passengers, regardless of if they've started on five or not. But in terms of, I think Watford is our next home game. So certainly in that one, uh-huh. I'd agree with Wayne there. And get Undombele almost like a um, free roll, doesn't really have to track back if he doesn't want to. But against Man City, I'm not sure about that. In terms of Alan's comment, it, you, you don't know how, how things like that affect people. He's quite a young, he's only 23, I think, isn't he, Undombele? So in that time, he, he's 24. obviously. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so in that time, he's obviously got into the ranks at Lyon, become one of the most sought-after players, when we bought him, one of the most sought-after players in Europe, uh, completely changed um, country, and then obviously couldn't see anyone because the coronavirus hit, and now he's had a baby. So in terms of his mentality, I think he's got a, a strong mentality because Jose called him out publicly, and then he responded by forcing his way back into the team. But yeah, I mean, uh, Alan's last comment there, such a great talent, shouldn't go away. I absolutely agree with that. I mean, the, the, the way he just dribbles past people, takes three people out of the game in one turn. If you, you need to be able to harness that as a manager in your team and get the best out of him there. So maybe what Wayne says, play a backup midfield to allow Ndombele to just do his stuff. Because he, he could win games on his own or, or, or even not on his own, takes three people out of the game and then there's so much space for a son, Morva, Kane, if he plays, Berg, Brian Gill to run into and for him to pick him out. But, yeah, uh, is, that, is that how you'd play in Dombele? Or, and, and do you think he's the baby and, and has affected him or do you just think it's... To tell you the thing? truth, I think uh, the baby shouldn't be always be the excuse right uh no. to affect your performance and all that to me is that uh excuses are not there right if you start making an excuse then you know all the excuses coming out and all that because a lot of things when the media puts it out the information and all that it's not a statement by Endombele. did mm. Endombele come out and say, say oh i have a baby and i'm breastfeeding <laughs> every night at 3 a.m so i don't have my fitness no Endombele has not said a word so everything is hearsay all right, yeah. but what is really behind his problems, right? Maybe it's the fitness level. That's very obvious because if he was fit, he would have at least played two games in the preseason, at least. Okay, but the problem mm. he wasn't fit enough. That's that's why Nuno didn't pick him. Mm. All right. So now, right, the first game of the season, whether he's reached the level of fitness that which is Nuno is satisfied with him, which he says that okay, you might not be able to play. Uh, full 90 right maybe we'll bring you on on the second half okay instead of bring you on as a starter and let you have a run you see the problem with i think last season was he was he was always a starter don't forget mm. without his fitness and mm. being a starter without your fitness right you're always taken off correct mm. and that falls into the minds of the fans oh shit He's not fitting. <laughs> Why is he not fitting enough all the time? Yeah. You know, how many games here? He can't even play a full 90-minute games, two, two, two games in a row, right? That goes into the players into the fans' mind. But if you reversed it, if he wasn't fit enough, bring him on on the 45. Mm. You can see? Or yeah, on the 30 yeah. or on the last 15. Then you just tell him, take the ball and run and do what you want to yeah. do. Yeah. But the thing is that, like I said, maybe there was another Jose mistake again, you know, mm. how he puts his players on, right? But of course. 
the way you push a player hard, right? What happens if you get Kane, right? You turn him and you give him another dimension of his game, all right? You got Son, and Son has turned into another, brought him into another dimension of the game. Hoybier, another dimension into the game that he's gone into. He's gone, he's gone three levels up. Kane, Son, and Hoybier has gone three levels up, but the rest of the team fell back. They couldn't catch up with Kane, Son, and Hoybier. Mm. If we had at least another three or four players at Kane's level last season, right? I'm sure we'd be challenging up there with everybody. Yeah, I mean, but we, the problem. We, we, sorry, know, carry, on. carry on. So, but but the problem when you don't have that, right? You can't place a team. So hmm. you must know your team weakness is where. It's not your team strength, you know. If you know your team strength, right, it's only one player, right? Are you going to say, okay, you take the ball, right, and just take it and dribble it into the goal? That's what <laughs> football. Yeah. Remember, remember, uh, you, do you remember the show called uh, what, uh, The Road to Victory, you know, about the war one? Oh, I haven't seen that. Have you seen that? Pele. No. Pele. Pele said, oh, right. he was, there was an actor there. Pele said that in the match against uh, the, the teams that play, Pele just said this, you all just stand there, 11, uh, 10 of you just stand there, give me the ball, and I'll take you <laughs> out. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that doesn't happen in real life. Nah. Football is a team game. The team has to work together. So like I said, mm. if your team is not strong enough, you'll never get in the That's why my only hope now, right, is hopefully Nuno can more or less bring back the confidence to those who have lost their confidence, mm. bring back the fitness to those who have lost their fitness, and try to re-gel back this squad of players into a team, right? Not individual superstars, right? If you have three great individual superstars, what's the use? The rest of them are useless, right? Remember, against West Ham, three goals in the first half. <laughs> first half an hour, three yeah. goals, right? What happened? The defense screwed up. We ended up drawing 3-3. And to tell the truth, we were lucky we didn't lose that game the way the defense was going, right? If, if, if that game was longer than 10 minutes, right? I can tell you, we've lost it. We've lost it. Because once we reached 3-3, right, the morale of the team was on the ground. You could see yeah. nobody was tracking back for the ball. Nobody was chasing everything. Escape to victory. Yes, 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 yeah. Wayne. Escape to victory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alan yeah. uh, yeah. yeah. remembers it uh, and Wayne remembers it, yeah. And maybe it's not your time, uh, Chris, at the time. I'm not sure how. Oh, well, I was born in the 80s, but I've still seen Jaws, so there's no excuse, really. <laughs> go, go, yeah. go and look for it. Escape to Victory. It's a, mm. it's a show in World, it's a, the background is World War II, right? Mm. And yeah, you have a look. It's, it's, it's quite a nice film. It's uh, called more or less a football classic nowadays, we call it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah Michael, Kane, Michael Kane, too, if you're not mistaken. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you mentioned the West Ham game there. Like, you know, I think that, that that was kind of the story of our season. Get the lead, sit back, which I'm not sure will happen with Nuno. I think, and and certainly if 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 that was this season, Jose was in charge this season. That I can't believe that would last that long because the fans would make it known that they're not happy with that constantly losing leads. But you, you mentioned Skip earlier. But Chris, don't forget, if Jose was around from last season, right? And he won this the League Cup, right? It'll be different. Mm. Yeah, be different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The fans wouldn't care, right? Of all whatever happened, we are so we'll be so happy that we had a, we have a cup. Imagine that, right? Mm. We'll be so happy we had a cup. Which we, oh gosh, I don't talk about that. <laughs> it brings back memories. Apparently, also the Ardiles was in the film as well. I'll have to watch. Yes, it. yeah, I'm gonna watch find it. it on Amazon or Netflix or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you mentioned Skip. Uh, 
I don't think Ndombele will start against City just because he hasn't played and he won't be fit and you need fitness. But Skip has played and is obviously, uh, you know, a, mm-hmm. a big prospect for the future. Do you think he he will play? Do you think it will be a kind of Tanganga against Liverpool situation? Throw him into the Lions den, as it were. See what he's made of against the, one of the best teams in the country. Or do you think he'll 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 go for experience in this one with someone like a Lo Celso or? or okay, let me. Could be Winks. He's got let's experience, see, but but yeah. Let's see could... the back four. Let's see. We got. Let's say we play four four two or four three yeah. three. Right. We'll have Regulon on the left. Uh, either Sanchez or Romero in the centre, okay, and maybe Tanganga on the right, hmm. okay. I don't even want to talk about Doherty or or or, <laughs> or, or it, all right. We keep it as yeah. a four, okay. And if you have a four, right, then let's say double pivot with uh, Skip and Hoybier, right. Then maybe a Lo Celso and a Mora, hmm. okay. And then maybe let's say we come down to Son. And plus one more. Uh, if you, if, it would be Son and Harry normally, mm. okay? But let's say Harry is not available now. Or for, you know, it could be Son and Scarlet for, you know. <laughs> well, I think it's far too yeah. early for Scarlet. But I mean, that would be chucking him into the Lions' den. Like, <laughs> literally first ever seen him game. For, but, no, no, for, you know, if, if you're talented enough and you are strong enough and you have the skills, right? What if? Put him in. And if he performs, he might be a, for all we know, bye-bye King, we don't need you. <laughs> right? But okay, come back to Skippy. Skippy, uh, if you play in that position, right, it will be a very good thing because more or less, uh, Skippy could let Hoybeer go for, further forward a bit. Okay? Hmm. But uh, like you said before, somehow or another, have you not noticed Spurs in this past few years up, you know, even during more or less, you said, during the uh, Poch time until the transition to Jose time, right? Our youngsters never get a lot of chances, you know. Mm. Somehow or another, they, they don't get a lot of chances. That's why I really wish Duno give them a chance, especially like Cecinion and you know, for all you know, Cecinion might play. Yeah. But Cecinion is on the left again, even on the second. Yeah. yeah so yeah, he's he's know. a kind of wing back or winger, isn't he? Yeah, but, yeah Alan said he Alan said he, he thinks Skip is ready to play alongside Hoiberg. Seen YouTube videos of him play so much like Hoiberg. I mean, it, that would be Superb if we had two like that. And Wayne has said something similar. Absolutely ready. Plays older than his age suggests. But for for, for me, I think if he's the future and it's going to be a Hoiberg and Skip partnership, get them in as soon as possible. And and it it worked for Tanganga, but then for some reason, like he he never played after that. He played a couple of games and then was just left out. But but he he passed that test with Liverpool against Mane, which regardless of how Liverpool were playing at the time or anything like that, or Mane was playing at the time, He's still one of the best forwards around, and he didn't really give him anything. So yeah, I I, I think I agree with uh, Alan and Wayne. Stick him in, yeah. see what he's he, he's yeah. got. Because I I think the the season that season one season under Jose was I think we just write it off because I think yeah. Jose felt that he was conned by a certain person when he went to the club <laughs> and he wasn't given what he was promised. Right? No. Just don't forget the beginning of the season. All he was crying for was a. A strong center back, right? Mm. And somehow or another, we ended up with Rodon. Not, no, 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 no disrespect to Rodon. Rodon has some potential, right? We ended up yeah, with he's Rodon. He's one for the future, isn't he? We need yeah, one for the now. Yeah. If if maybe Vivi had given him Skriniar, right? Yeah. Maybe the whole scenario would have changed, right? But we are not, we, we can't tell what happens when it passes past, right? And more or less, you can see 
Jose was playing in a very weird way. Okay. The first third of the season, we were top of the league. Don't forget, Chris. Top of the yeah, league yeah. under Jose, right? Uh, that was surprisingly. At that time, my heart was saying, oh my God, we might have a chance. Yeah. You know? You know? Yeah. But somehow, but somehow or another, the whole thing collapsed, right? Mm. And I think the thing collapsed was maybe Jose was given news, right? He wasn't going to get any improvements in January. Don't forget, it was very weird. Early December, Jose was already coming out and say that, we're not going to get any improvements in the January transfer windows. We're not buying any players in January transfer window. So I guess that's when Jose's own heart fell down. All right. Yeah. And I think Jose wanted the League Cup. If it was played in February, right? Most probably he would have won it. The scenario would have changed. The momentum would have changed and all that. But the League Cup was postponed until April. Mm. You see? So it prolonged, prolongs Jose's agony and pain more which I think it reflected on the team selection, right? Because he only played the players that he had trust in and he didn't give mm. any chances to any other players somehow or yeah. another. And you do that, right? What happens to the players that keep playing non-stop? Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday. They all burn out. But when yeah. they burn out, they dare not even go and tell the manager, sir, I can't play like this, right? Because <laughs> if you tell him that, you will not even be in the squad, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's what Jose but does, okay? Yeah. But okay, but, not, not to talk about what happened in the past, right? Nah. But now, now we've got Nuno. Hmm. And we've seen a lot of uh, difference that Nuno has brought back into the team and into the squad, right? Uh, he focuses more on the fitness, okay? And I'm, I hope that he actually does have a nutritionist around to make sure that they eat properly, right? You know, like we've got problem with Tangi, Tangi who can't control his, the way he eats and his diet. But sometimes to tell you the truth, Certain people have got different metabolisms, okay? It could be something wrong with his metabolism. That's why he may be eating normally, but he's not burning enough of the fat and all the bad, hmm. uh, what you call cholesterol and all that, which is stuck in him, right? So there might be a way that you need to change his diet and find another way to adjust the way he works, right? And when you have uh, problems like that, usually it will affect your fitness and your energy levels and your strength. That's why... You never see him play more than you know 19 minutes three or four games in a row because he can't do that and maybe the weird part when ryan mason took over right during the whole month of ramadan right we didn't see him at all you see but Oriel played don't forget mm. during the month of ramadan i'm muslim too right Oriel played and he fasted too you remember mm. Oriel had to break fast halfway in the game when the game was <laughs> going on he ran to the side drank a couple of rolls took, took some days and then he kept yeah. running yeah, so maybe he has certain problems like that. But to tell you the truth, if that is a medical problem, right, then that is a recruitment problem. Because why didn't mm. the medical team and the recruitment team yeah. pick that up before we bought him for a record fee? Hmm. Uh, right. Yeah, I mean, so, he, yeah, you mentioned Jose there. I just don't think Jose was a fit. I think I think he's a bit of a footballing dinosaur. His, his ways of playing and, you know... Managing uh, the people. Yeah, yeah, I, I think... Nuno is far, far more suited, like, in similar to Poch. I mean, you, you, you can let a player know that what they've done in a game or, 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 or training or whatever is not acceptable without giving them the threat of being lined up before the firing squad, which I, I, I got the feeling that the players, certainly Sanchez, who you can tell when he's not confident because he lets the ball bounce, uh, uh, winks because he doesn't look forward, and, and there are countless others. But I think you could tell that they were just absolutely terrified of making mistakes because of what Jose would do. And I, th I think 
that works for someone like if, if you're Ibrahimovic, who could lose a leg and it still have the confidence that he could go win games. He's he's unflappable like that. But we have uh, you mentioned it earlier. We've got a few who are unflappable, but the majority aren't. You can't go round threatening this, that, this, that, any little mistake because it just won't work. And I think Nuno, like Poch, and, and people will say, yeah, but that's because they're too soft. That's why you don't win anything. But it's a balancing act. You can't be yeah. too soft and every mistake is, that's fine, don't worry about it. But then you can't be too I, hard. Yeah. It's a little I, give, mistake I, 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 give you, I give you the example where Poch uh, problem is. Have you noticed that during the seasons when Poch was in charge, right, Harry Kane's injuries problem right it's always two months minimum mm. he always misses at least two months of the season minimum why because he overtrains them pushes them mm. too hard right right 90 minutes not enough running 120 minutes not enough running that maybe you break him down too much okay and at the same time he never had a backup striker to support him thoroughly mm. so that that's why i see but when jose came in did you notice that harry kane injury was just like Two weeks? Yeah. Or was it 10 days? Remember? He rolled his ankle and then it, within 10 days, he was back. Right? So mm. maybe certain times when you do too much hard training, there's a fatigue. So you must be able to pick out what players need that hard training. Mm. Okay? What kind of players don't need it, but they need a certain kind of training to maintain their levels at that 100%, but not over pushing him that whenever he gets injured, he is out for at least a month to two months. Right? Yeah. So... Like you said, the balance has to be there. Okay. Hopefully, Nuno can catch that balance, right? And as you were going to the Jose thing, right? Maybe Jose is into a bit of SM. So that's why a lot of beating and spanking. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the players don't like it, right? Uh, uh, so, no, as you see, the mentality is different. Because, like Jose was saying, like what Harry Kane was saying, that, you know, you have to be professional yourself. You look after your own health, your diet, everything. Jose is not there to be a kindergarten teacher and smack yeah. you with a ruler every time you pick up a burger to eat, right? Or have some, uh, you know, have a Ben Jerry's ice cream, you know, <laughs> or do something stupid, right? Because he expects you to, to be at that level, which is only, I think, three or four players in that whole squad last year had yeah. it, right? As we can actually, not even in five fingers, we can count. Mm. The rest of them didn't have it, basically, right? So... Now we come back, move down the line. Now we got Nuno. Okay. For all my focus now is that this Sunday's match. This Sunday's match, we must let go of all the news about who is coming in, who is going out, whether Kane is staying, Kane is not staying. Only focus now is that the squad and Nuno. And what Nuno puts out there, right, on Sunday, right, 16.30 GMT, which is 4.30 your time, 11.30 my time, PM here, right? Then we will see what is really happening. Because now it's all speculation. That's yeah. why the beginning of the season is always the most exciting is because everything's unknown. We mm. do not know. And don't forget, later tonight, Brentford is playing Arsenal. For all you know, the season is starting tonight. It's Friday. Yeah. I don't know what day it is for about a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> don't forget, the season is starting tonight. All right, and let's what what happens if Brentford goes out and whip Arsenal tonight? Wouldn't everybody will go? Oh, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
We do not know. That's why the beginning of the season, the first three matches or so, the six, first three to six matches, right, is the most exciting. That's when you actually see where your team is. Because the first three matches is most probably still in the transfer window. Then the next three matches is after the transfer window. But don't forget, uh, we still have the transfer window open for the in, internal, internal uh, EFL league, where we still mm. can buy players from the lower leagues yeah. in the English uh, uh, pyramid, okay? But not outside, right? So for all you know, it might end up until 10 matches before you see the real team that is there. Hmm. The real yeah, team, yeah. The, the real core of the squad is there. You see? So yeah. like I said, excitement is there. Uh, I want to be positive. That's the most important thing. All yeah. the fans have to be positive. Give Nuno the support. Give your players the support. It doesn't matter who is playing on the field that day. Just give them the support first. Yeah. Give them the benefit of the doubt, right? Even though no matter what has happened the past two, three years, we've seen them do what, 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 and whatever, still give them the benefit of the doubt because in the end of the day, hopefully Nuno can bring them out to play for the badge and the club with their heart. Mm. You see, with their I heart. Think, yeah. And of course, their brain, you know, yeah. because, you know, <laughs> we have got a lot of players like we see. What is he doing? This <laughs> is football brain, right? Yeah. Right? Uh, that's how I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, going back to Kane, Wayne uh, has pretty much agreed with you there. He's, he's been fatigued for years. I mean, that goes from being just the only striker at the club. He does too much for the team because others haven't done enough. And that goes to what I've been screaming about for months or a year now. When Ericsson left, we never got a playmaker. So he essentially had to become the playmaker and the striker. So, I mean, if he went to City, he wouldn't get that. He, he, he'd he be the striker. That's it. And he'd probably be rotated with Jesus as well if they didn't sell him. Uh, in terms of Undombele, Allen has said he doesn't understand how any player can be and remain overweight during the season. Um, but uh, the, the video that I saw of him doing the photo shoot, he didn't look overweight at all. The, the, the picture that I saw saying he was overweight I, it must have been an old, old picture because the, the, the Undombele that was in that photo shoot didn't look anything like that. But again, this is all the media. And then uh, Alan Cat goes on to say, go Brentford. I think we can all agree with but, that. But uh, just, just to reply to Alan, right? Uh, the overweight thing, right? Has anybody actually seen him stand on the scales and take a picture and, and the picture <laughs> says, you're overweight? No. I, I think it's just because he can't, like no, you say, change the whole match and then people just put yeah, two yeah, together. Yeah. That's what yeah. I said. Yeah, yeah. That's what I said, remember? If we didn't play him as the starting eleven, remember I said that? If we played him and brought him on, you know, in the second half and all that, then maybe the pressure wouldn't be on too much on him. But maybe at mm. that time during last season, uh, the previous manager didn't have a choice because he couldn't trust anybody else, right? And don't forget, Lo Celso was injured for quite a long time. He came back in nearly yeah. uh, half of the season, then he came back in and then he brought up his fitness, you know, and that's when he was more a regular player, right? Yeah. So, so like I said, at the moment, uh, we have to actually, I mean, the excitement is building up, right, day by day, not only mm. for us as Spurs fans, Every football club fan in the Premier League now, the excitement is building up, you know. And especially tonight when Brentford plays Arsenal and like what Alan says, go Brentford. Yes, go Brentford. Because uh, <laughs> there, there is this meme or joke now going on that whenever Arsenal lose, straightly go to AFTV and see their reaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. I, I see the clips. Uh, just before we go... Uh... What are your th thoughts of Spurs' chances this season, and 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 what would you say would be a, a successful season uh, for this year? Uh, to me, uh, 
my way of thinking, right? If we want to be there, we must challenge for number one. But of course, realistically, we don't have the tools to challenge for mm -hmm. number one. If not, why are we challenging at all, right? Uh, top four and all that. That's why uh, sometimes I wonder why do Spurs fans always wonder being top four is such a wonderful thing. We've not won anything, all right? Why aren't we going for the league itself, right? If we get number one and we don't succeed, okay, at least we'll be either two, three, or four, and then we'll be in top four, all right? Isn't that a, isn't that the normal logical ad, uh, calculation you get, right? Okay, but uh, realistically, this season, I'll be very very happy with a cup, right? Very very happy with a cup. If we does that, new, top, does that, yeah. that include the, Euro, the Europa Conference? I don't care. <laughs> Just as long as not the Audi Cup, right? Just as long. A cup during the season, whether it's the ESC, uh, sorry, ECL, Carabao Cup, FA Cup, right? I don't care, right? Just as a cup. And if we do get fourth, I'll be very happy too, all right? Yeah. Because it's showing that we're moving forward. Just as long we're above the Arsenal. Yeah. Oh, Wayne's pretty much agreed there. Fifth or sixth and a cup. He's preference FA Cup. I'm not sure if that's his... Uh, what he thinks will happen or what he thinks is the, uh, uh, yeah. a, a, a good season how, how, scenario. But um, I think how, how, yeah. if, if we win anything and finish 10th, you've got to consider that probably mm. uh, 10th would be terrible, but you've got to consider that yeah. a, a success because we've won a cup. But Alan's made a prediction. Conference Spurs be Roma in the Conference Cup, you know, you need to put that on a bet, Alan, because if that comes through and you haven't put that on a bet and you lose out on however many hundred pounds, you, 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 you'll well, be able What's to the odds? <laughs> <laughs> what's the odds? Doesn't matter if you no, predict it. Just to answer uh, Wayne, Wayne's, uh, Wayne's uh, preference to the FA Cup. You must understand, uh, me and Wayne, we are above 50s, right? The FA Cup to us, right, brings a lot of prestige. Don't forget. Mm. Somehow or another, during those days, the FA Cup was just like winning the title. The, pre mm. the first division title, you know, because the FA Cup has got more history. You see, the FA Cup history is so much longer. And to tell you the truth, the history has been diluted. And of course, ever since the Champions League came along, a lot of the cups has been more or less because FA yeah. Cup was it's usually the league title, FA Cup, right? And the European, what at the time it's called the European Championship or something like that. Before yeah, it was changed like to that, the yeah. Uh, yeah European Championship. And of course, the UEFA and then the Carabao Cup or that time it was also called the Carling Cup, the Worthington Cup. <laughs> it was a lot of names for the our uh, League Cup. So FA Cup brings back a lot of memories because uh for me and Wayne, uh we go back when the years that we did live in the 80s, the FA Cup, yeah. And of course, and not mistaken, 91 did we win one FA Cup too? You're not scared League Cup, yeah. Right. So Wayne FA Cup, every, yeah. Wayne said if we finish 10th, we'd still finish above Arsenal, which yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, well, 10 and Arsenal 15. I'll take that. <laughs> I, I still think, I mean, I mentioned before that I always think we can win. I, I still think we can get fourth. I, I think City, possibly United and Chelsea, I think will be in top three. Liverpool, possibly in fourth. But I think fourth always is up for grabs. Because come the end of the season, all those teams that are up for fourth, never ever seem to want it because they keep losing silly games so I, I definitely think we can get fourth we need to win a cup whether that's any one of the three and i think that would be a good season but i i still think we can get fourth but obviously it's good. It's good. it depends it's on a lot good. depends on it but again that goes to what you said earlier you've got to be positive but 
and, and you never know if you get on a good run we've got some pretty tough games at the start but if you can win all of those you get on a run confidence is flowing you saw what happened to Leicester in that season where they were uh, 5,000 to 1 you never know if you can keep all your players fit go on a good run you know yeah, so I, I wouldn't rule out winning the title very very unlikely but yeah. I wouldn't rule it out but for you know, you know the the moon, the stars, and the planets align, and then something exactly, like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Kane stays yeah. forever, beats Greaves' record, sets a new one, which is ridiculous. And then you know we're all happy. But uh, unfortunately, we've run out of time. Uh, thanks so much, Eugene, for coming on, and welcome back. My, my pleasure, Chris. My Obviously, yeah. I, I do videos on uh, Friday 8 p.m. on uh, Monday, so I, uh, unless uh, you want to yeah. wake up at the back oh. of door, that's probably unlikely. But all, all these preview shows, we've obviously talked about other stuff, but it is Let's Talk Tottenham, so it's anything Tottenham-related. Um, yeah, thanks so much for coming on. And, yeah, just before you go, uh, in case anyone missed it at the start, your Spurs channel, uh, where can they yeah. find it? Uh, uh, Spurs Region TV, uh, the channel that we run uh, for more or less the Asian fans uh, uh, to get uh, to link up and bridge up with uh, the local fans and uh, fans around, uh, across the world. At the moment, we are doing about three shows a week. Uh, we have a midweek show, all right, uh, just initiated by one of the India Spurs boys, right? Thanks to him. And uh, we are planning another one for the Australian side. And my usual slot is Sunday, 1 p.m. GMT. Uh, so now my usual slot has become a bit interesting because all of Spurs matches are played on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so if the games are late, like uh, this coming MCT game is like 12, uh, 4, 4, uh, 4.30 p.m. your time, more or less 11.30 my time, the 8 p.m., uh, sorry, 1 p.m. slot is still on and we will go on for about three, usually my show goes on for about three hours. Uh, then we'll more or less call it a preview show. If the game is early and it starts about 2 p.m., uh gmt most probably that show will turn into a preview show uh uh watch along halftime show and a post-match analysis show four shows in one stream <laughs> oh, okay. yeah well uh, yeah. let's see what if, happens if then. nothing else that's unique so you need to get over and watch that and then subscribe oh, yeah. to the channel get the likes in um but yeah as i said thanks so much for coming on welcome back anytime and yeah, I'm sure we'll do some yeah. more in the future. Yeah, we'll do more. But until then, Man City at the weekend, we can win that. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Thank you so much for watching, for everybody who participated in the live chat and added comments. Before you go, please make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Anybody who couldn't watch the live video, you can still catch us on YouTube. Add any comments, suggestions or questions to the comments section on the video. Anybody who's listened to the audio-only podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anybody who wants the audio-only podcast, you get this wherever you get your podcast from. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter, at LTalkTottenham, you'll find all the information there. We'll be back soon. We're live Mondays, 8pm, Fridays, half 12, UK time. Until then, come on, you Spurs!